Hello, kings and queens. It's week one is over. One person still hasn't paid their league dues. It's time to get that in. Week two is approaching. And on that first game of week two, if you are not paid, you will not be in the running to win money at the end. Nor the fabulous trophy or pennant or banner I decide to give to the league's champion. Next up, we have the week one NFL review. The Texans go into Kansas City looking to upset the defending Super Bowl champions and have absolutely no chance and they lose 34 to 20. The Colts head into Jacksonville tanking and don't think so. Jaguars win 27-20. The Seahawks fly their way into the Falcons and in the Battle of the Birds the Seahawks win it behind Russell Wilson's four touchdown passes 38 to 25. The Jets come into Buffalo looking to get something started and start very late. Fall to Buffalo, 27-17. The Bears come into Detroit to battle the Lions and with 21 unanswered points in the fourth quarter behind Mitch Trubisky's three touchdowns, the Bears defeat the Lions, 27-23. The Packers and the Vikings go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth Aaron Rodgers is a bad man, and the, the Packers beat the Vikings 43-34. The, the new look Patriots with Cam Newton at quarterback, who rushes for two touchdowns, and they beat the Dolphins 21-11. Washington's football team falls behind 17 points to the Philadelphia Eagles before rip-roaring off 27 in a row. And the Washington football team, Redskins, ah, gone. The Washington football team beats the Eagles, 27-17. The Raiders and the Panthers had a back-and-forth high-scoring matchup. Tons of touchdowns from Christian McCaffrey. Tons of touchdowns from Josh Jacobs. And the Raiders pull off the victory, 34-30. Defending league MVP, Lamar Jackson. Looks absolutely terrific with three touchdowns in the season opener and the Ravens dominate the Browns 38-6. The Chargers come into Cincinnati looking to beat the number one overall pick Joe Burrow and do exactly that. Tyrod Taylor manages the game and the Chargers win off a last second missed field goal by the Bengals 16-13. Tom Brady, in his first game with the Buccaneers, goes into New Orleans, doesn't play very well at all, and the Saints beat the Buccaneers 34-23. Last year, the 49ers went all the way to the Super Bowl before falling to the absolutely dominate Kansas City Chiefs. This year, the Arizona Cardinals go into San Francisco and knock them off in the first game of the season, 24-20. The Cowboys go into L.A. in the brand new stadium. A questionable call at the end of the game, but the Rams win 20-17. Now, the Monday night double dipper saw the Steelers go into New York and defeat the Giants 26-16. And the late night cap the Titans. Pull off the victory at the end, 16-14 over the Broncos. That was your week one NFL review. Thank you. Next up, we have the King of the Mountain League week one review show.
Now it's time for the call-in mailbag. You hear my phone ring? Hey, Commissioner, what's going on? Mr. Double Entendres, how are you today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Um, first of all, thank you for being my first guest on a request line. You formally asked to come on the pod today, so I'd like to thank you for doing that. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here. Uh, first thing I just wanted to make note is I had some things to say about your team over the last week and a half. I did not think you looked very good, and uh, you shut me up <laughs> easily there. Yeah, uh, could be a week one fluke. We'll see, but I'm glad to have proved you and uh, Paul wrong for at least week one. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, I mean, Robbie Anderson, 26.5. I'm sure you didn't even see that coming. I did not. I was debating him and C.D. Lamb. Got lucky. You know, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. That's a fact. Absolutely. Calvin Ridley, 30.4. I mean, I'm sure you thought he had big play potential, but 30.4 points. That's incredible. Yep. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I was really high on him coming into this year. Did not expect a 30-point game from him, though. But yeah, I'll take that- it. Fantastic. Hey, second highest scoring team this week. Um, you probably feel pretty good going into next week. You know, uh, you know what's weird is we're going into next week and every one of our matchups is one and zero versus zero and one. That's uh, that's pretty. That's pretty coincidental. That's, that's awesome. That's interesting. All divisional matchups uh, should uh, give a chance for teams to kind of pull away early. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm, I'm going to play a little uh, a game with you here, a little trivia about your favorite team, which is the Colts. Don't lie to me about that Washington football team. Too. <laughs> Even though the Colts lost this week, I know they're still your favorite team, so I got a little trivia for you. All right, let's hear it. Okay, first question. Uh, all these players are either on the team or maybe they might be on IR, but they're involved in the 53-man roster. All right. First one, this wide receiver scored 22 touchdowns as a senior in high school at St. Mary St. Vincent, same school as LeBron James. Ooh, um, I'm going to have to go with Zach Pascal. Oh, good try. That's Paris Campbell. Oh, I should have known that, the Ohio State connection. Yep, was- yep, yep. Um, next one I got on the list, this tight end led his college in rushing touchdowns as a freshman where he spent time at quarterback and tight end. I'm going to have to quarterback uh, Trey Burton. Trey Burton, correct. Ding, ding, ding. Let's go. This defensive lineman won an art award in college for a self-portrait of him posting as Michael Jackson. Hmm. Um, I'm going to have to go with Danico Autry. Oh, good try. DeForest Buckner is oh. the correct answer. Damn, wow. Yeah, I know. All right, this defensive back once stated his favorite athlete growing up as Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hmm. Um, Kenny Moore. <laughs> That's Xavier Rhodes. Probably should have thought a little older. Yeah, true, true. Okay, last one I have for you. This defensive back was a two-time state champion in high school in wrestling and actually had more D1 offers to wrestle in college, but decided to play football at Presbyterian instead. That's going to be uh, the Temple Maid, Rock Yassin. Rock Yassin. Ding, 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 ding. 
Hey, two out of five, those are some pretty tough questions. So, I mean, I would feel pretty good about that. Uh, not bad, not bad. Okay, so going into this week, you're facing off against Holy Hotballs, who's coming off a loss. Um, I know you had something you wanted to say to him, so feel free. The floor is yours. Yeah, so so last week I, you know, I, I said I was going to let my team do the talking, um, and my team talked a lot. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, I threw some jabs at Paul there. Um, but, like, this week I wanted it to be different. Um, Jack's a really good guy. He's been a really good friend of mine. I just think he's a fantastic overall person. So I'm going to refrain from talking shit, and I'm actually going to throw him a solid here. I know the, the Rams had an easy matchup against the shitty-ass Cowboys, and they won. You know, they're a good team. The Eagles lost, but, you know, they're looking to rebound against the Rams. So that's a tough matchup. So I want my good friend Jack, who is an Eagles fan, to be able to watch the game without stressing over fantasy football. So I'm going to take my number one running back, who you are down on, but who is a fantastic running back, and Miles Sanders, and I'm going to sit him on the bench if he plays or not. He, he's looking – all reports are his hamstring. He didn't play last week. Uh, he's going to be healthy for week two. You know, he's got a good matchup against Rams. I'm going to sit him on the bench because I don't want my friend Jack to have to worry about paying attention to fantasy football. So when Miles Sanders scores, he can enjoy it, and he doesn't have to worry about points against him. Wow. Well, that is really a touching tribute. Um, you know, a, a lot of times in fantasy football, we're looking for a little uh, a fierce, fiery conversation. But I tell you what, seeing things like that really touches this commissioner's heart. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, That's I fantastic. I try to give back. I, I like that a lot. Well, hey, man, thanks again for coming on the pod. Thank you for requesting this airtime. You're the first person to do that. Anybody else who uh, may feel like they have something to say, feel free to reach out. I really enjoy uh, knowing that you guys are interested in this pod and that you're listening. All right. Yeah. Thank you for, thanks for uh, taking my request. It was a pleasure to be on the show and good luck to you this coming up week. All right. Same to you, Mr. Double Entendres. Have a good night. You as well.
you probably can Because I'm not confident and I'm weak for a man I'll just roll up in a ball while you kick me in the back Yeah, honestly, I probably won't fight back And I don't have many friends that would back me up My friend Steve would, but he doesn't look very tough You want some of this, bitch? Ho! Week one is in the books. Thank you, Taco, for everyday normal guy, courtesy of week one matchup of the week champion, Taco Corp. Today on the docket, we have a conversation with our league highest scorer, our first edition of the call-in mailbag, as well as a week one review. It's the KOTML podcast. Buckle up and let's go. All right, welcome into the week one review. First matchup we're going to talk about was the matchup of the week between Taco Corp and Mrs. McGiblets. Uh, unfortunately for Mrs. McGiblets, uh, only one player on her team achieved even projection. Every other player on the team finished under projection, which is tough. You're not going to overcome that. Um, for Taco Corp, I mean, he got what he wanted out of Lamar Jackson and Julio Jones. Uh, that's a good start. 33.5 for Lamar, 21.2 for Julio. Uh, Chris Carson chipped in with two touchdowns, 21.6. While he didn't get his production, he wanted out of his, uh, Washington football team players. It was enough with Mrs. McGiblet's team just underachieving this week. Uh, unfortunately, you know, T.Y. Hilton couldn't solve C.J. Henderson. Saquon Barkley was getting stuffed up, up the middle by uh, the Steelers. And ultimately just, just couldn't pull it out this week. Um, so... Taco Court moves to 1-0 at the top of the Fools on the Hill division. Uh, the next matchup we're going to talk about is that old brother-brother beat-off, where for a while there, it looked like Holy Hotballs might have a chance. 40.78, highest scoring player of the week. Russell Wilson absolutely cooked in this one. Uh, unfortunately, name recognition Rob Gronkowski didn't work out. Uh, and Devin Singletary under projection, Tyree Kill slightly under projection, Todd Gurley under projection, Marvin Jones under projection, just across the board, just other than Russell Wilson, who absolutely dominated, just didn't give him much of a chance, and then on the other side with Dick Long, I mean, what can you say about DeAndre Hopkins, holy cow, 14 catches, 151 yards, just an absolute dominating performance by DeAndre. A big win for the Arizona Cardinals. That's going to be a huge connection this year. Kyler Murray is going to look at DeAndre and he's going to throw him the football. Ezekiel Elliott, 26.2. Even Ryan Tannehill, 23.36. Uh, Melvin Gordon, 14.1. Just across the board had half his team over projection. Even with the fact that George Kittle, Kittle didn't catch a ball in the second half. Still, Dick Long, 144.2. One of the highest scoring teams this week. Um, next matchup we're going to talk about is Password is Taco and the double entendres. 
Uh, we we heard some smack talk on the pod between these two earlier this week, and I tell you what, overall it was a pretty good matchup. One twenty eight point five six, nothing to to be upset about for Password is Taco, but the second highest scoring team this week, the Double Entendres. Uh, even Patrick Mahomes finished under projection. Twenty six point four four is under projection. There's that 49ers running back I talked about before. 36.1 points from Raheem Mostert. 30.4 points from Calvin Ridley. 26.5 points by Robbie Anderson. Irv Smith Jr. didn't do anything. Marlon Mack got hurt. Josh Allen, 33.18 points. One, two, three, four, five guys over 25 points. That is absolutely incredible. Just those five players enough, and he's only three points behind Password is Taco. Uh, just a great performance from, uh, I'll, I'll be honest, I mean, I didn't see it. Obviously, Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen, I expected to have big games. Uh, I didn't see 30.4 from Calvin Ridley happening, and I certainly didn't see 26.5 from Robbie Anderson happening. So, hey, I mean, anomaly, maybe, you know, maybe it's a fluke, or maybe... He's really got a, a much stronger team than it seemed like on paper before this season. Even with James Conner only finishing with 2.7 points and getting injured. Just a, a really good performance by his team offensively there. The next game on the list, the longest yard. 127.16 defeats the Bethlehem Cheek Slickers. 112.4. Um, for the longest yard, uh, hey, he was... He was pretty much dominated by his guys at the top. Kyler Murray, Dalvin Cook. Uh, Kyler Murray, 26.3. Dalvin Cook, 21.3. DK Metcalf, 17.5. Will Fuller, 16.2. Daniel Jones, 18.36. Jonathan Taylor, let me tell you something. With Marlon Mack out, Jonathan Taylor has a chance to be a top five running back. Just the explosiveness I've seen on top. Of the fact that Marlon Mack is injured now and he's going to get the ball a whole lot more. Man, if he starts getting 20 touches a game in the Colts offense, he could easily be a top five running back the rest of the way. I'm very curious to see how that works out because he is a phenomenal talent. Uh, For the Cheek Slicker, I tell you, hey, he got a fantastic performance in the second half from Mitch Trubisky that I just did not expect one bit. Um, but hey, he brought the Lions, uh, the Bears all the way back against the Lions. And if it weren't for uh, Cheek Slicker's bench player, DeAndre Swift, dropping a ball in the end zone, he might have even had a chance to put up a few more points. Who knows? Um, Juju had a great game, two TDs, 21.9 points. Deshaun Watson, under projection, but 20, 20.82. Um, it was a pretty even matchup for most of the way, but the longest yard pulled away at the end, and that's all it takes. Uh, next is our our closest matchup of the week was Beast Mode Beast defeating in his first fantasy football matchup defeats Devontae's Inferno one fifteen point one to one eleven point oh six. This was such a good matchup. I had a keen eye on that Tennessee Titans game last night as uh, 
Uh, Devontae's Inferno needed like 11 and a half points from AJ Brown. Uh, unfortunately for him, the Titans, I, I think Derrick Henry had like 30 plus carries. It just wasn't enough opportunity ultimately for AJ Brown in a low scoring matchup. But the overall projection of the score here, um, Dak Prescott, 19.64 for Beast Mode, 21.8 points on Thursday night from the rookie running back Clyde Edwards-Elaire. This guy looks good. Oh, does he remind me of Maurice Jones-Drew of Jaguars fame. Holy cow, he's going to be good. Uh, 26.26 from Jamie Garoppolo. That's another number that I just didn't see. I didn't see him getting that high, but he absolutely did. He performed... Uh, you know, Boston Scott, 6.4, he went out early, so who knows, it could have been something different. Uh, he did have 23.3 points for Naheem Hines on his bench, 25 points on his bench from Jamison Crowder. Maybe somebody, two guys he might look at, uh, moving up into his lineup in the future. For Devontae's Inferno, unfortunately, 20.46 points for Tom Brady. And that's where that negative four for interceptions really comes into play. Because without that, those that's even just one of those interceptions, uh, this could have been a completely different ball game. Uh, four point swings right there. Matt Ryan, 27.9 points, had a pretty good week. DJ Hawkinson, that tight end, he looked like he might be proving Detroit right in week one. 14.1 points, had a touchdown. What really killed Devontae's Inferno this week was Michael Thomas suffering an injury in that game and not really being very productive. I believe he only had two catches, finished with 3.2 fantasy points. Unfortunately, that's just not going to get it done. And in the end, he came out on the wrong side of this one this week. Uh, the last game we're going to talk about here is searching for Jerry Garcia, 124.62 getting absolutely slaughtered by Dude Where's My Car, who absolutely showed out phenomenally in this game. 40.76 points. That's that's tied for the lead for most fantasy points this week. Just absolutely dominated the Minnesota Vikings. It was incredible to watch. 33.9 points from Josh Jacobs on three touchdowns. Adam Thielen, 29 points. Cam Newton, 25.7. He had four players play in the 1 o'clock slot, and all four of them finished with 25 or more fantasy points and really put searching for Jerry Garcia behind the ball, who absolutely got fantastic performances by Christian McCaffrey, 26.9. And Gardner Minshew, 26.82. Robert Woods did what he does, 15.9. Uh, Chris Godwin, unfortunately, did not do as much as I had hoped. Only 10.9 points. Travis Kelsey, right on projection at 14. Michael Gallup was halfway under, 6.5. I uh, Could have been more. You know, that pass interference call at the end definitely set him behind the ball. But... 171.16 points after being projected for 125.5. He finished 45 points over projection. 
which is absolutely incredible. We're going to speak to him in a minute and find out how he is feeling watching the points rack up and how he's feeling heading into week two. First, we're going to take a break. Dude, where's my car? Hey, what's going on, man? going on man listen it's been over a year since i've heard that voice and it is an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast right now i appreciate that very much and likewise as much i definitely miss having your voice around work you know everything that we always talked about you and my boy dale always fantasy football every single week all day every day so let me ask you something here you're in a new league now. You know very little people in this league, Sands the commissioner. How does it feel to show up week one and make the statement that you made against a league favorite? Listen, man, I feel like we had to pull a big one out this week and uh not for nothing. It it, it was a it was a big win on many different levels. One, first off, is just being you. We've always got our history. Me and you always had the best division in our other fantasy football league because we were the only competition in our league. And then to come to this new league, fresh freshman, just fresh into the whole, you know, just thrown into the fire, 12-man league out of my comfort zone. It, it was it was going to be it was going to be exciting. And I was like, you know what, let's, let's try this out. And, uh, for, for everything that turned out, it turned out to be really great. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, it wouldn't be one of our matchups if your team didn't score an astronomical amount of points. So I'm not really shocked. You always draft well. So that's, uh, I'm not surprised at all. It's gotta feel good to have your own guy, Josh Jacobs though, blowing up for three touchdowns. That's gotta feel real good. Oh, man, it was even more exciting to watch it on TV. I'm telling you, when we get the fire stick fired up and I got everything rolling, I was like, let's go. And then just to see that on the first game, being in a new state, new city, it, it's it was just a it was a big day Sunday. I was overwhelmed. I was cracking beers. I was enjoying myself. Yeah, man. I mean, hey, I, I felt like my team was doing really good. And after that first one o'clock slot, you had four players. Do you know that those four players outscored my whole team? No, no, I didn't even, I didn't even check that. I just knew like there were some decent numbers there, and I was like, all right, you know, we're we're okay. It was pretty steady, and I didn't even, I didn't even check once the four o'clock slot. Four players were worth about one hundred and twenty-eight points, and I was good for one twenty-four as a team. That's a real strong. <laughs> yeah, week, man. listen, man, it's. It, it's 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 almost like I have mixed emotions about it because one you always want to do well and you always want to crush it and it's definitely even better when it's somebody you know for such a long time but then just a small part of you just kind of like you feel kind of like let down a little because it's like if you would have crushed me it would have just gave me even more fire for the next time yeah, I man. see you around you know what I mean Absolutely. now it's like I got the full steam am I blowing my load too <laughs> early you know what I mean question mark yeah man hey it's gonna be good to see we have uh another divisional matchup coming up in a few weeks i believe so uh there's plenty of season to go uh maybe your team will move back towards the, towards the mean there and uh my guys play a little better next time but we'll see 
Yeah, yeah. The way I see it now, it's my focus is on Butt Liquor this week. <laughs> you know, he's he's he started off with the L, but this week coming up, I don't know if he if he's gonna be hearing this or not. But Butt Liquor, I'm telling you, I'm a big man, I'm a fat dude, but I don't roll easy, brother. <laughs> hey, I I I sure hope that everybody's listening because I tell you what we're gonna do right here. Since nobody in this league really knows you except for me, I thought we could just do a. I got six. You just kind of say the first thing that comes to your mind. Got it? Okay, yeah, that's that sounds Okay, fair. first question. Is cereal soup? Negative. It's not soup. Okay, I'll, that's fine. Uh, any explanation? Not soup. I feel like cereal is its own animal. You could just indulge in it. Only time I would consider it being a soup is for some of the people who like to have those little odd you know, favorites where they'll just take their cereal, pour a fresh bowl, and then just throw it right in the microwave. Oh. That, to me, changes it to a soup, and I could understand that point All of view. All right, yeah, that's fair. Hey, is hot dog is a hot dog a sandwich? In technical terms, it is, but once again, great question, but... uh no, it can't be a sandwich. There's no way it could be a sandwich. That's fair. I'm with no. you on that. I'm with you. Okay. Pineapple on pizza. How do you feel? Only if it's joined up with bacon. Okay. Yep. Pineapple yeah. bacon is phenomenal. Absolutely. I agree with you. Okay. Uh, strangest place you've ever urinated. <laughs> oh, man. You know, we're guys. I think there's there hasn't been a surface we haven't urinated on. <laughs> it's just trying to pick the best one that'll probably, you know, be a, a good alert. Um, I don't know. I I would say, shit, maybe on somebody I, I somebody I highly dislike. Nice. Uh, all over the car. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> oh god damn. That was you know what I mean. You got to make sure you get the handles and everything. Yeah, all the mark your points. territory. I'm with you there, man. The world is your Assert oyster. Dominance. All right, next question. If animals <laughs> could talk, which would be the rudest? Chihuahuas. Okay, yep. Uh, you say no more. I'm with you. All right, and one uh, <laughs> final question. Really, kind of hammer down the kind of person you are. Uh, most inappropriate place you have ever farted. Ooh. All right. Yeah, this one's gonna this one's probably gonna be an awkward one. Uh I would say it was at uh and it was it wasn't just those little quiet ones, it was kind of boisterous. Uh I would probably say it was at a viewing. Oh boy. Oh boy. yeah, it was it was real awkward. You know, it's just it was those those ones that creep up on you where you didn't have zero oh, stomach cramps. It was like, hey, how you doing? Sorry for your loss. Hug it out. Rip. And then you had to quickly think of something. So I immediately tripped into the chair and I'm like, oh my God, sorry. <laughs> these these are new shoes. I, I didn't hey, I didn't mean that. Sorry. Sometimes you know. sometimes you get a belly ache and you just gotta let it go. You can't hold it in too long. <laughs> all right man well hey listen uh we're about out of time here for the pod so i just thank you so much for coming on this is your first time hopefully you're interested and you'll come back again next time it was great to hear your voice and i'm so happy you joined my league
Definitely. I appreciate your time, man, and all the effort you're putting in. You're putting a lot of work in it shows for it. It's a beautiful thing. I love I love I love watching this thing flourish. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, brother. We'll uh we'll talk soon. All right, man. See you Bye, around. Brother. All right.